Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am excited to introduce to you my friend Jessica. She is a dietitian by um, education, trade, um, however you want to say that. And she turned into a freelancer to live more of a flexible lifestyle and then quickly had success in that. And then she has now started a business that helps other um, allied health professionals get started uh, in their freelancing journey as well. So I'll let you take it away, introduce yourself um, more, and tell us about your journey leading up to your freelancing on Upwork. Thank you so much for having me, first of all, because I'm really excited to share my journey with everyone and especially um, other allied health professionals like myself. So just appreciate having this opportunity to share that uh, with your listeners. So excited about that. But like you said, I'm a dietitian for over 15 years and um, I have worked in clinical settings my entire career leading up to 2020. So what that looked like for me was working in hospitals, uh, doctor's offices, and dialysis units, for example, which is the typical workplace setting where you would find most registered dietitians. And so in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I was working in a role as director of clinical nutrition for a home hemodialysis company. And it was a really high stress job. Um, My phone was ringing off the hook um, with issues and emergency meetings. you know, it was a startup company as well. So I had my hands in so many different pots that uh, I was just really involved as a team member. I was also making the most money I had ever made in my career. But obviously, there was a big trade off for that, which was my own personal sanity and um, not being able to prioritize my family in the way I needed to when the school shut down and my kids were at home with me. So that leads me to the summer of 2020 when I had to tap out. I was completely stressed out from all the things. And um, I took a period of time to just focus on my family and myself. So during that time, I realized, you know what? When I go back into work, I'm not going to repeat the same thing. I don't want to find myself in the same situation of being completely stressed out working really hard um, and just making a lot of personal sacrifices, I knew there had to be a different way to use my credentials and still make a good income, but have a flexible work schedule so that I can continue to prioritize myself and my children. So when I went back into work, I really did a lot of research. I, I didn't jump into anything right away. And I started listening to podcasts about um, side gigs and entrepreneurship and um, just basically alternative career paths for professionals. And what I came across was a podcast where someone was being interviewed who had been very successful on Upwork. 
I said, what is Upwork? I need to look into this. What is freelance work? What does that mean? What could that mean for me as a dietitian? And so I really jumped in with both feet at that point into the whole idea of becoming a freelance dietitian. And that is where things got really interesting for me. I love that you started down that path of like, you knew there had to be more. So it was kind of that mindset of like, you found a way to make a way because I feel like a lot of allied health professionals, they're feeling stuck. Like they're natural. They get their, their, they get their degree, they get their, you know, their titles and pass all of the tests and get the credentials that they are required to get to serve people but then they feel stuck. They feel stuck yes. working in nine to five or whatever those crazy clinic and hospital hours can be. And there's there has to be more. And I love that you took the time to research to find what made the most sense for you. Instead of like, there's a lot of people who are like, I've been X for how many years? It's time for something new. And they will like do a complete 180 pivot into something that's not true to them. And so your story is different than, you know, the standard because you're keeping on using your credentials in a way that's going to that's serve right. people, the masses in a different way. So I love that. So yeah, you totally nailed it, Leah. You hit it on the head. We as allied health professionals, and I'm talking dietitians, physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech pathologists, social workers, essentially healthcare workers who were not doctors or nurses fall into this bucket of being an allied health professional. And so we really invest a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money into obtaining these credentials and then keeping them up because we still have to do continuing education every year to keep those credentials. So we really invest in this career path we are also passionate about this career path. We go into it because we want to help people. And so, yeah, you're right. I absolutely knew there had to be a way I could get into the freelance workspace using these credentials I've already heavily invested into and not go back to school, not go and take a certification course and God forbid, pay more money adding to my student loan debt. That is not anything I was interested in. And I know there's so many other allied health professionals who feel the same way, um, especially this October student loans resume and we're all feeling it. So I jumped into freelance work and I started out slow. I really wanted to get my feet wet with the process and do it in a way where I could really nail it. So my first job that I took intentionally, it was a very low paying job. Actually, it was I was making 50% less than what I was making as uh, in my last role as uh, director of clinical nutrition. But I didn't care. I wanted that five star review. I did it on purpose. I took a job that I knew I could nail and it worked. I completed it successfully, got that five-star review from the client. And what I really earned was the experience, the experience and the confidence to then apply for other jobs and go after the bigger things. So this is when things get really cool. An opportunity landed in my lap that was absolutely career-changing for me in so many ways. Uh, there was a posting to um, help a nonprofit organization 
build a nutrition program. And it, it was a startup nonprofit. So I applied for it. I ended up on an interview with um, the founder of the nonprofit. And we had a great conversation. We hit it off. His nonprofit was actually aimed at helping to prevent chronic kidney disease in the U.S. I had just left my last clinical role in a home hemodialysis company. So on the other end, dealing with folks who were already in kidney failure on dialysis treatments. And I was like, okay, wait, this was totally meant to be because I had the exact experience that someone would need in order to go in to a new nonprofit and build a unique program that could be uh, deployed nationwide to help prevent chronic kidney disease. And that opportunity wound up being extremely exciting uh, on so many levels. I wound up making double uh, my last hourly rate, um, so lucrative pay. And then additionally, as the, the relationship went on, um, and I was able to show other skill sets that I possessed, I was appointed to be the executive director of that nonprofit. And that opportunity would never, never, never have come my way had I just stayed working in a hospital or that outpatient dialysis unit, for example. So, um, you know, my journey certainly is um, very unique, but it, it's also really reassuring that any allied health professional out there who's interested in freelance work can follow a similar path, can find additional opportunities that are so meaningful and extremely rewarding in ways that just aren't available through the traditional um, pathway for work. That's so, I mean, that's, that's so fantastic that you like landed that and you would have never had that opportunity. So how long were you on the Upwork platform and typically how many jobs were you applying for before you landed that job? So when I landed the job to build the uh, nutrition program for the nonprofit, I was actually only on there for three months. So I, um, leading up to that was taking jobs as frequently as I could find them. Um, and I was able to basically climb the ladder within three months and find this position, um, that was available. But will I, what I will say is that my approach to freelancing might be a little bit different than other freelancers. And what I mean by that is I actually don't go for quantity. I don't just apply for everything that I see. I actually go for quality. I really vet out every single freelance gig that I apply for. And I make sure I have this checklist that I go through to make sure it lines up with what I'm looking for. I do this because I refuse to compromise my own personal um, sanity for another job ever moving forward. Learn that lesson back in 2020. And I really just feel that my energy um, and my time is so valuable. I want to make sure I'm investing it wisely. And so you know, some freelancers have a different approach where they sort of just go for all the jobs and apply for everything. And, and that probably works really well for some freelancers, but it just doesn't line up with me and what I'm looking for. And so in those first three months, and even to this day, 
I applied for the jobs that lined up for me. And anyone going into freelancing will learn, or if you've already started, you know that um, it's feasts or famines sometimes. Sometimes there's all these opportunities that you want to apply for, and other times Mm -hmm. it can be weeks in between, and you're just waiting for the next best thing to come. So. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to note here that you came into the Upwork platform knowing exactly who your ideal client was, the ideal tasks that you wanted to work on. And so you were able to have that crystal clear, like, this is what I do. This is who I serve. This is how I'm able to help you. And so where some of our approach is a little bit different, where if you're completely pivoting from something that you have done for many years and new to freelancing, use this opportunity to like figure out who your ideal client is to get just as crystal clear as Jessica, because it's going to take you a lot further. It's going to make you live a lot happier I came into it very differently. I came into it as like I was pivoting from something else. And so I was taking the time to apply for anything to figure out what I wanted to do. And this, as soon as I started uh, paying attention to the jobs that I kept being drawn to apply for and the skills that I kept applying for in my searches on Upwork, that's where I knew I needed to take and just like eliminate everything else. And it can be a process or it can be really quick. So for me, once I made that decision, I started applying for every single one of those jobs that aligned with my personal checklist. And that's where I started getting those jobs. And then I started eliminating all of the other jobs that I was not aligned with anymore. Um, So I think that that's, you know, you can do it two ways. You can come in like, Jessica, knowing very clear exactly what she want, what you want to do, but then you can also use the platform um, to figure out what you want to do as well. So that's the cool thing with freelancing, in my opinion, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too, is it gives you that freedom and that opportunity of not being like boxed in to what you should do or what people think you are supposed to do. That's exactly right. I'm really big on everyone should determine their own value. If we wait for other people to determine our own value, it's not going to be what we want it to be. It's not going to match what we know and believe about ourselves and our capabilities. And so any freelancer, and of course, even in my niche with allied health professionals, knowing your own value is so important. And I do agree with you there that if you apply for and you land gigs that are aligned to what you believe your value is, you will be a very happy freelancer. You will absolutely nail, um, you know, being in line with your personal mission and what your journey is um, and what you're out there to achieve or help with or accomplish. So I definitely agree with you there. Um, what's really cool about freelancing, like you said, is you you can go into it and just explore and pick and choose jobs and then figure out what do you want to niche down to focus on? Um, through my company, Prosper Allied Health, I actually help allied health professionals pick a niche first. And I do that because not only was it my own journey, but like you said, once you are in line with what you want to be doing, it's just an easier process and a more successful process. You are speaking to your ideal client every time instead of 
trying to make yourself work for a particular client. You will, with your niche identified and carved out, and therefore you're applying for these gigs that are in line with that, it's going to be very easy for you to pull off that job and get that five-star review, which is the other half of things is being a freelancer, right? Keeping up with your online reputation, um, because that is really what opens a lot of doors for you thereafter. Mm -hmm, For sure. So when you and I met and you were like, I am a dietitian by trade who freelances on Upwork. I was like, what? Like, I didn't even think about those clinicians with those like credentials being on the Upwork platform. So if I have that mindset, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are not putting their jobs looking for um, allied health professionals on the Upwork platform, but I feel like that's going to be changing very quickly. So I'd love to get your thoughts on, you know, you looking on the back end of how many jobs are available. Are you seeing an increase in jobs the longer that you're on the platform? Like any details that you want to shed on, on that topic? Because like, I think freelancing, freelancing is going to just continue to grow. Like the job market here locally for me, like just keeps like increasing because every, like we keep asking, like, where did the people go? And my response is they're all online. They're all working out of town. They're not, they're working online. They're working somewhere else remotely. That's right. Yeah. So right now, the end of this year, we're, we're um, currently in October and we're, we're rounding out 2023. By the end of this year, the gig economy for the online freelance marketplace is projected to be half a trillion dollars. And so there is a ton of work available and there's a decent bit of work available for allied health professionals too. So not just dietitians, I'm seeing stuff for physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech pathologists, therapists, um, family, marriage, counseling uh, therapists, so LCSWs um, as well. Heck, I'm even seeing things for nurses and doctors all over the place. And so there is a really healthy amount of work right now on Upwork alone. So this is just one online freelancer platform. There are several others that are um, opportunities for allied health professionals as well. And those are things like CollabTree um, and uh, Fiverr does have stuff, um, not my favorite, but there's certainly work available for allied health professionals on that platform as well. So just to talk uh, to the Upwork platform, because that's where my personal presence is located as a freelancer. There are so many opportunities to work in industries you would never even think of as needing someone with a registered dietitian credential. I'm talking online content creators who need blog writers, medical uh, reviewers of online content. Um, There are, especially since the pandemic, there are a ton of new online platforms to deliver counseling, be it nutrition counseling, um, you know, mental health counseling, et cetera, looking to onboard freelance therapists to help them grow their new platform. Um, and then you have things like supplement creators, um, ebook ghostwriting opportunities. There's 
consultation opportunities because, you know, there's uh, some sort of new medical device being created and they need an occupational therapist to weigh in on the feasibility of rolling this out to their customer. I just named the, the cherry on top. There are so many unique opportunities to work with clients in industries outside of the typical hospital or doctor's office who we all know are hiring these allied health professionals. I'm talking opportunity in new industries that you never knew you could be a part of with the credentials that you already have. And those are the opportunities that are most exciting in my opinion, because they open a lot of doors for ongoing work. Um, and it's just a really exciting time. And, and I, I can see these opportunities continuing to grow for allied health professional freelancers. Awesome. Um, I definitely know in that the opportunity is there. So um, will you share some advice for allied health professionals who are looking into freelancing but have not taken that leap yet? 100%. This is exactly what I'm most passionate about. This is exactly why I founded my company, Prosper Allied Health. You just have to get started. There's a lot of fear that can hold everyone back from going after exactly what you want to be going after. And if you just, for one day, this is a challenge, for one day, drop that cloak of fear and do the things you actually want to be doing. Initiate, get the ball rolling on something that you've been thinking about, but you just haven't made the time for or you're intentionally dragging your feet on it because you have that cloak of fear holding you back, weighing you down. Release it for one day and see what happens. Make your profile on Upwork. It's free. Just get started and then start perusing the job opportunities that are available and let yourself get excited about it because then the excitement will continue that momentum that you generated when you dropped that cloak of fear and so that is my number one piece of advice for anyone looking to start freelance work, especially allied health professionals who, by the way, are super knowledgeable and they have so much information that they could be sharing on a, to a global audience and it just needs to be released. And so just getting started, taking that first step is the number one piece of advice that I would give to anyone who's been thinking about doing freelance work. And I, I just have to mention one more thing. It's not a huge commitment. Freelance work is so flexible. You can literally take one job a year if you wanted to, or it could become all the way to a full-time job like it is for me, but it doesn't need to be that way. It can be something that you do on the side to fund a vacation or to help you make those student loan payments, um, you know, whatever, whatever you want or need it to be, it can be that for you. And that's what really has me so excited about freelance work in general. I love that. Anything else you want to share? Otherwise, we'll end it for today. And I'm just so glad that you were able to join me. And I'm so impressed with challenging yourself to take your education and use it in a different way. Absolutely. Um, it, it is exciting to challenge yourself um, in a new way, especially when you think you have it all figured out. You're like, oh, I went to school. I did the bachelor's. I did the master's. 
<clears throat> I, I did the internship program that I didn't get paid for for a whole year and I worked my butt off. Oh, and I paid for it, by the way. That's part of my student loan debt. You know, we, we go through all this sacrifice and then we get to a point where we're in our career and we're like, all right, I'm done. I'm good. I'm just going to ride it out and work in these jobs that I'm told I need to be working in or it's all that I've ever known. Um, so challenging yourself to get a little bit uncomfortable for a very short period of time will wound up having it, it will have the biggest payoff. I promise you the biggest payoff imaginable. And so I would love for all of your listeners today to just get started, put yourself out there. And if you're an allied health professional listening to this, I would say, put your profile up on Upwork. I have a free guide right on my homepage, um, www.prosperalliedhealth.com. Right on that homepage, you can download my free guide to help you get started in one day. I include the steps to do it and then some insider tips as well. I would love for all of you to just get started. And I promise you will not regret it. That's a promise. So thank you so much for having me, Leah. I'm excited to share, you know, my story with everyone. And I, I hope my hope is that it helps motivate at least one person, just one, to get started with freelance work today. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will definitely put your website and the link to the guide in the show notes of this episode. Thanks, Leah. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.